Hey there, it is Wednesday at three o'clock Eastern time, which is the time that we host the Drink Like a Lady podcast, which is designed for emerging female leaders to not only get a seat at the bar, but also to get a seat in the boardroom. And joining me very shortly here is gonna be my cohort and my uh, partner in crime, Kathy DeCherko-Stewart, who is a business strategist. And we host this podcast every single week on Wednesdays to really talk to you about things that can make you show up better as a leader. And we've talked about a bunch of things in season two, and we've really been focused on mindset, the power of mindset. Necessarily, like what's what's a fixed mindset? What is a growth mindset? What are your belief systems? And how is failure really informing how you're moving forward in your business? Um, It's funny because yesterday I had read for uh, my book club um, at at the um, book by Brene Brown, which is Hi, Kathy. You know what? I think that you're in the wrong interface again because this is a, a call, not the live. So if so I'm going to see if I can't add you, but I'm actually already on. So I'm going to see if I can't add you from the other interface. I'm going to click off. effective leader, right? You can have perspective from your direct reports as point of view. You can also have it. Hi, Kathy. There you are. I'm here. How I are you? I know I will. <laughs> and by the way, we're asking everyone to please share your questions and ask us questions as we run through our six tips today on what it means to have perspective as a leader in the workplace. Kathy, how's it going today? It's, it's good. If I could figure out the Instagram live and it's more efficient for you, it'd be perfect. But other than that, it's gorgeous. I'm up in Vermont. Yes. It looks like you've got a different background today. I'm very jealous. I need some downtime right now. I'm desperate for it. Yeah. It's, it's nice. We're very fortunate to have a second home and we enjoy it often. So today I was telling everybody here that having a perspective is such an important piece of leadership because it really enables you to learn from others and it can open up your aperture to new opportunities. And I know that you have a good story on this from your time at various companies. You know, one of the things that is so important is, and I I talk a lot about the, the meaning of words and what they mean to us. And that what that means is also it goes back into our belief system, everything that we've been talking about. 
But recently, and, and I don't, it doesn't matter how long you've been in business, how long you've been in relationships, all of a sudden, if you really take a look at yourself, you can see where you may be holding yourself back. So I went into a, a you know, consultancy for two different parties, and it's a very strained relationship between the two at this point. And um, I walked so in. So you said strained, right? Not strange. No, it's strained. Strained, um, yeah. I think most relationships are, are somewhat strange, uh, both good <laughs> and bad. Um, so it was very strained, and, and I went in, and um, I was taken back by how this man talked to me. And at one point, I'm thinking, this is, this is not good. But then I just calmed down, and I sort of watched myself. And we talked about this in, in prior episodes. I watched what was going on, and I just relaxed into it. It turned out to be quite good by the end of it. And at the end of the meeting um, that evening, I had dinner with two gentlemen and I told them about this. And I thought, I cannot believe, this is what I said out loud. I said, I can't believe this gentleman talked to me like this. And they said, well, what, what, what's, what's the problem? And I said, well, I'm a woman. And they said, oh, he, they said, because you're a player and he sees you as a player, he treated you like a man, he treated you equally. Oh, and for me, that was a whole new perspective. So I didn't feel like I didn't feel offended anymore. I felt like, okay, I'm in the game with this guy. So right. it's about listening to other people, having uh, vulnerable conversations. Uh, Brene Brown talks about that a lot um, and how we can look at ourselves differently in situations. So that's, that's a new one that just happened. And uh, it's still ripe from my learning. I just read Brene Brown's Dare to Lead for our book club that we were in yeah. yesterday, and she talks a great deal about vulnerability. But I, I, what I was surprised to learn is that those that are not vulnerable are the ones that don't grow. It actually takes a great deal of courage to be able to grow. It, you know, it's so important, and I think that comes with maturity. It comes with experience, and it comes with, uh, once again, being able to look at yourself as not as a failure, but really as someone who's working towards success. So, Kathy, I want to say a shout out to those who are joining us. I see Annette is joining us. She's with UPS. I see Rita Patel joining us from Detroit. We've got a lot of folks joining us. Please ask us questions. But yes. on today's episode of Drink Like a Lady, we are talking about the power of perspective. And today we're going to share the five ways that you can gain perspective and hopefully move the needle on your business. And so Kathy just shared a great story of how flipping the perspective worked in her favor in a business negotiation. But I would wager that the first thing, and I, this is easy for me to do as a journalist, but I always have to ask a lot of questions to the point that it used to really annoy my father growing up, but I would always ask why. And I would ask him to understand. I think Eddie to hear it. Also able to understand how we can create a much more solid relationship. And, um, you know, one of the things that I learned in business school and in negotiations, if you understand the other person's perspective, you understand their viewpoint, you're, you actually get further along for both of you and you create a much solid, more solid relationship.
And so we welcome Annette, we welcome all of our folks who are listening right now to ask us questions, but we are sharing about the power perspective, Kathy and I. And number one is to really ask questions, ask why. I remember Kathy hearing this story about a gentleman who, it was a colleague of mine that was sharing this story, but uh, there was a guy on her direct, uh, who was a direct report of hers, and he just just couldn't get it together, couldn't get it together, just wasn't making his deadlines. And so she finally had to take him and set him aside and be like, you know, what's going on? You're usually a top performer. I'm not understanding what's happening here. And it turns out that his wife had had a miscarriage. And not only had she had one, she'd had several. And it was really starting to weigh on them as a couple. And it was really starting to weigh on him as a person. And that was how he was showing up in the workplace. But it wasn't until she took him aside, sat him down and asked why, was this person ever going to divulge it? And he was never going to divulge that in mixed company. So it's so important as part of leadership is to ask those tough questions and ask why. Number two for gaining perspective is hiring from the outside. And I'm sure that you've probably done this in your career. I, very much so. I, uh, one of the things I've often said to people is that you really need a mix of experience and um, the new generation coming into companies. They have a different, once again, their viewpoints are very different. And we are in a consumer, well, most of the business I was in was consumer oriented. So allowing that um, hire from the outside gave a, a different component of what they saw versus what you saw. It can become very um, compartmentalized when you have just the same old people making the same old decisions and going in the same old direction. Right, right. Annette, ask us a question. We're both here to answer some questions about leadership. And I know Annette is a supervisor at UPS, so she's definitely yes. a woman in leadership. So number one, to gain perspective as a leader is to ask the tough questions. Ask why and be open. Number two, hire from the outside. If you're looking for a fresh perspective and you're in industry A, why not hire from industry B? Because that perspective might actually bring some new fresh ideas that you wouldn't have considered before. Number three, co-locate, get to know people on the ground. Um, Kathy, I just got accepted into a business mastermind and we had the option for the retreat that happened this weekend in Atlanta to go in person or to attend virtually. And hands down, the decision was to go in person because I know that you're going to form deeper relationships when you're in front of people and you could put faces to names versus being on a, on a computer screen. You know, what's, what's important, when I wanted to go in and, and do business development with uh, large companies, it was more important for me to get on a plane and to get in front of them. It showed that I was committed to them as well by going there. Also, they're comfortable right off the, uh, the bat, and then you can actually see what else is going on in their world. Um, yeah. That co-locating is so important in terms of your overall success. You can do it. My suggestion is um, pack your bags and go. So uh, as I can't pronounce her name, but I think this, her name is Muthu. Muthu says, is, is change from within what you recommend by giving people in the company new jobs? Or would you recommend getting a new perspective by hiring somebody from the outside? Obviously, that is context dependent. But the one story that I was thinking about was Google News Services. When Google News Services started up, they really had a bunch of tech people that were sitting around the table. But what did they really know about news? So in this particular case, they went and hired people from Reuters, hired people from the Associated Press, people that were veterans in the news business to be additive to this product that they were bringing to market. So, you know, can you get perspective by hiring within the company? Of course you can. But in this particular context, in that particular situation, this service really needed to hire from outside to make sure that they were getting a journalist perspective on the news that they were putting out into the world.
That's a great story. When I was hired actually to the Wall Street Journal and doing brand development, um, I was not a media person. I was actually a retail wholesale person in that world. So they actually brought me in to have that uh, viewpoint, that, that perspective in, in consumerism, because it's a little different when you're talking media. And, and it's so rich. Uh, once again, you can cross uh, promote. That may, that may make sense depending on what you're looking to do. But when you're really looking to recreate or co-create something bigger, you may need to bring someone in from the outside. Yeah. And I think about my business coach whom I hired, you know, before I jumped off the ledge and decided to start my own company. Mm -hmm. And while he did not know anything about a woman's leadership platform, I hired him because of his work in operations, work in operations yeah. with doctors, work in operations with people that ran swimming schools, work in operations with people that had small mom, mom and pop businesses. He knew operations. And that was why I needed to hire him because I was operationally deficient and I needed somebody to become that person for me. So you can always hire and get a perspective, at least on a 1099 basis. <laughs> so number one today, folks, we're talking today about the power of perspective, especially when you're a leader. And number one is to really ask those tough questions. Ask why. Number two, hire from outside. Hire from outside of your vertical to get a fresh perspective. Number three, get on the ground. Co-locate. Be with people to really understand them and what motivates them. And number four, I'm going to punt this one to you, Kathy, increasing autonomy. We always hear that it's not enough to just give somebody a fish you got to teach them how to fish this is so critical um you know for for building teams and then for building yourself in terms of what your impact is um most people don't really know how to to speak directly what they do is they speak in, in obtuse language i mean i do the same thing sometimes i i find myself but what i'm always doing at the end of it if someone i, I was just in a, a forum and someone asked me a question i answered this gentleman and i said did I answer your question? Which is so important because we can talk a lot, but we may not have answered the question because we may not have um, synthesized what they were really doing. So communication is key. It's so important in terms of understanding and actually being clear in terms of the direction that the individual is working um, to find from us. And a productivity expert once said that, um, you know, when nobody acts out of malice or bad intention, people act out of bad direction. So if autonomy is something that you want to make sure that someone has, make sure you've over communicated exactly yes. what it is that they want and will be able to do things up to the standards that you wish. So also, number four, I want to drop, I want to drop this in as well. And the point is also to, to circle back, continue to circle back with them if they need you, but also make them feel comfortable to circle back just to make sure that they're on the right road. We've got another question here, Kathy. Is perspective the same as mindset or the same as lens? And I think we would argue that that's not the case. No, you know, mindset is your belief system. That is the hardware that moves it. Perspective is the software that comes in and then all of a sudden you're able to see a 360. None of us can see a 360 on everything. And that's why it is so important, you know, all of the points that we're talking about. So um, you can have a certain mindset and then all of a sudden the perspective comes in and it then re recalibrates uh, your thought system. Yeah, I think about mindset is like, you know, um, Muthu, I've, I've always had 
a whole bunch of like scripts from growing up in a household where money was for others. Yep. And so for me now as an entrepreneur, it is so important for me to have a mindset that money is actually for me. I deserve it. I work hard at it and I'm going to earn it. So that was a shift in mindset that I had to make. My perspective today as an entrepreneur versus somebody who was collecting a paycheck every two weeks is very different because I know that even though I have that mindset, I still have to put in the hard work. I still have to go in and pull, 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 pull back my sleeves and do the hard work, right? In a way that I maybe didn't have to wear all those hats when I was working for a larger network. So I think perspective, my perspective has changed because I know that the way money comes in the door is very different, but my mindset has to remain constant. That's, you know, that's really a wonderful example of, of shifting from uh, certain lifestyles or certain career choices that, you know, in that shift, it's important to understand what is different in that shift. You can't be still working in the same uh, process that you were working when you worked for a company. It's, that was a, that's a great example. Yeah, Neilma is just joining us right now. Neilma, uh, we are talking today on the Drink Like a Lady podcast about the power of perspective when you're a leader. And Neilma, I know, is, is a founder of her own business out in New Jersey. And so you're a leader, even if you're the founder of a business. And so number one, you know, we're talking about the six ways to gain the power of perspective. Number one is to ask questions, ask why, be open. Number two, think about hiring from outside. There's no better way to gain perspective than hiring somebody who's completely not out, not in your vertical. Number three, co-locate, get in front of people. I know it's hard with the pandemic, but if you can get in front of people, get to know them. And that's the strongest way to improve perspective. Increase autonomy. Nobody acts out of malice. They only act out of bad direction. You increase autonomy by empowering people with as much information as they need to know. Number five is be clear in your communication. I feel like that's a close cousin of increasing autonomy, isn't it, Kathy? It certainly is. And, and that is important in terms of clarify you know, what you said versus what they've heard and vice versa. And to, to continuously circle back and make sure that you're both going in the same direction. We were citing Brene Brown's book, Dare to Lead, earlier. And Brene Brown talks about the fact that sometimes as a leader, you want to be kind. And so you kind of skirt around the tough conversations. But actually, you're doing yourself and that other person disservice because they're just going to continue to underperform if you don't have those tough conversations early and often. So we all know that communication is a very, very important piece of perspective. Um, and number six is respecting differences. And I think that increasingly as we become a global uh, work workforce and we're working with people from many different cultures, respecting differences in the way people do things is really, really important. You know, this whole diversity and inclusion component of uh, business and organizations in our life is when you, first of all, if you've traveled around the world, and I know, Joy, you have, and I have too, and I absolutely, once again, my bags are always packed, as I tell everybody, <laughs> is you get to see life very differently. And I even know that um, at one point I had brought a, a, a team over to Vietnam, and we were working with some uh, manufacturing associates. And my team, who had never been there, uh, three of them, the gentlemen, were very direct, and they were almost abusive in the way that they were, were talking to the the head of manufacturing there. And what happened is when we finished up the meeting, and because I had been there, you know, many, many times, I went outside and we had sort of a powwow talking about they look at relationships much differently. They don't look at it as competitive. They look at it as more as we're in this together. doesn't mean that they don't always, you know, 
uh, fulfill the the needs that you have but it does mean that that's how they look at so when you're you're too direct or you're too pointed it, it can become something that is um that doesn't work so especially culturally you know i i love it i love to listen to people i love to find out more of what they're thinking how they were brought up and by doing that you actually create once again you know much more solid relationships I always say this as a as a New Yorker now for 24 years, I'm used to just being direct. I'm used to being confrontational. But I remember being in um, Canada and I remember being in Paris, um, both of which are French cultures. But um, my boyfriend had flown out ahead of me and I was coming in and I needed a key to the, the hotel room. And he was like, listen, I've left one at the desk. Don't worry, you should be able to get in when your flight gets in. And of course, there was no key to be found. I'm on the phone with him, reading him the riot act. And the, the, the guy at the front desk was like, man, can I help you? And I realized that my being a loud confrontational New Yorker, even though I was not directing at him, does not play well in Paris. <laughs> and so being, being really sensitive to the cultural nuances and what works in other people's countries is really important if you're going to be a leader in reading my boyfriend, the riot act. Absolutely. About where was my key? Oh, so what are we talking about that. in the next episode? <laughs> um, so we are going to be back here next week, Kathy and I, to talk at 3 o'clock Eastern time, as we always do with the Drink Like a Lady podcast. And we only promise to do 20 minutes, and we're at the 20-minute mark. Kathy, what are we going to be talking about in episode 7? You know what we're going to do? We're going to actually look at belief systems and how that plays into uh, uh, how we are financially, uh, the way that we look at gender bias based on uh, old beliefs. Um, and then become really aware of them. We're going to try to open that conversation up for individuals so that they can look at their own financial destination and uncover what is holding them back. This should be a very, very exciting conversation. I'm really juiced up for this because I feel like I have finally turned that corner. I've been able to turn the Titanic around and I'm really realizing that this chapter is about not only just surviving, I'm a great survivor, but this chapter is really about financially thriving and I'm starting to reap the benefits of that. So I'm really excited to have this conversation. Excellent. As always, it's great to be here. Kathy, have a great time in Vermont. I will. Take care now. Bye. Bye.